0: And welcome back to our next episode of the MDC Podcast. Got the full gang on deck today. How are we, guys?
1: So excited.
0: Yeah, everyone's so excited. No one wanted to speak first. (laughs) Not weird at all. (laughs) Just waiting for a mate. Um, It's good to have all of your smiling faces on today. As we give our follow-up episode to last week, which was quite um, popular, we got a lot of feedback on last week's episode about understanding Deeper, how valuable pain points can be, and we promised last week that there would be a part two, which is today. So we're going to deliver on that promise. Uh, as to work, well, okay, have identified the pain points. How can I tell people that I can solve them? How do I communicate my solutions to them? So a little bit to dig into today. Um, who wants to kick off on this one? Mm. Oh, look, Sam looks keen. He's like, it's ready. You
2: know, it's, he's it's a kid. Sam. Sam. It's always Sam. <laughs>
0: He's a kid in the front row of class. It's like, okay, I won't put up my hand, but I really want to. <laughs>
1: that reminds me of a very funny story. So I will tell this story very quickly. I was at yeah. my level one seminar and I, I, I am the kid at the front of the class. Mm-hmm. And I was at my level one seminar. And one of the guys who ran the seminar was Spencer Hendel, who, was, who at the time was my head coach at Reebok CrossFit Medfield. And like, as you're running through You know what is fitness? What is CrossFit? Like those opening lectures, they ask questions. They're like, "Hey, you know what is this? What is this? How do we define this?" And every time, (laughs) hands going up, three questions deep. He's like, "Okay, you're you're not allowed to do that anymore. You got to stop. Someone other than Sam." Um, (laughs) All right. So, pain points. You know, actual stuff. So, if you have done your job right and you have one. Asked questions and provided a space where the person who's on the other side of the Zoom call or of the phone call or of the conversation can be honest and open. And they've opened up to you and they've described how they feel about things. And you've actually been listening, then you will hear them talk about their pain points. Right. The big dirty secret is if they are telling you what is causing them pain they are telling you why they need the thing that you have yeah. period full stop so if you if at that point if you talk about anything else one you're potentially blowing the sale like just from a like a financial standpoint right but mm-hmm. more importantly too you're not actually addressing the thing that they told you they need help with mm-hmm. and so you're failing as not failing you're not coaching as well as you could be Mm -hmm. and that and and as we talked about last week like that coaching relationship begins before they ever sign anything before there's an exchange of goods and services because like if i'm doing my job and i'm listening i will hear what they need and i can be honest about whether or not i'm even the person and -hmm. again going back to last week maybe ash is the person maybe Christina is the person maybe lisa is the person right Mm -hmm. but i gotta listen and so how do you, you know, how do we talk about that? How do we address that? Well, they're gonna tell you, right? So you you have to start with listening is where I would begin this whole thing.
0: Yeah. And that's that's a really important point, is sometimes in that moment, because you know, coaches are broke, so they need a client or, you know, in the affiliate, it's like, well, I need a member. You're so f- and I've fallen into the trap, you're so fixated on I need to make the sale rather than what are they actually saying to me?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm gonna, yeah, I can fix your problems, it's fine. And and moving on rather than looking, you know, just here, just let's just do this rather than digging a little deeper into that stuff because we're operating from place of scarcity at
1: times. Oh,
3: mm.
1: Yeah. Huge. And I yeah. I and I will say this is the last thing I'll say right now. Like I've made this mistake. I've done exactly that same thing. And it was well,
3: probably all have. I mean
1: I'm. I'm not going to. Well, I mean, probably, hopefully, I'm. Um, but I'm not going to speak for anybody else. Definitely. I have definitely screwed this up.
3: Yeah. And yeah.
1: I've operated from that place of scarcity, and I've gotten that person locked into a deal, and then weeks later, had to back out and be like, "Listen, I'm sorry, I screwed up. This is not what you need. This is not what you were hoping to get out of it because I didn't do my due diligence. And and a, and I'm not an idiot, like." I want to salvage some kind of relationship. So I gave that person their money back Mm. all that time, all that progress. And yeah,
0: that unfortunately doesn't often happen like that. What will happen is the person will leave frustrated, pissed off that they didn't get what they want and go, well, that same guy was a shit coach. Um, He couldn't give me the things I I wanted Um, or what he said he'd give me.
1: Or even worse. Oh, Sam is, you know, because I had a bad experience with Sam, I love how we're talking about how bad I am at this because (laughs) I had, we had a bad experience with Sam. I'm never going to try again, which is so much worse.
0: Where I was just heading to is that, you know, well, CrossFit's not for me or coaching's not for me, or it just didn't work. Then I'm not going to go and someone else, yeah, take your little first, Sam. saw that, um, (laughs) So, <laughs> someone, yeah someone is uh we're sharp so someone is uh you know misses opportunities to genuinely have their their problem solved for but they've just had such a negative experience and like they didn't feel seen they didn't feel heard and you know I'm sure I've made people feel that way I'll own that and um and I'm sure out there in the landscape it happens a lot So this is, I guess, the point of this is we want to try and help you avoid having a client that either leaves because they're frustrated or you wind up out of pocket because you then, you know, you're a good human and you give their money back, which probably doesn't happen all that often. But it's either way, it's a lose-lose situation. They still have a problem. You either have no money or you have somebody who doesn't think very highly of you and not going to speak well of you.
3: Yeah, and I mean, listen, when you're, Using CrossFit as the staple, right? When you're in an affiliate and you are a coach and you're trying, you know, somebody walks in and wants to talk to you, I want to get in shape, whatever, and you're coaching a class or you're, you know, have only been coaching X amount of time and don't really know the whole thing, you are probably going to try and sell them the thing. You're going to try and sell them the class times and the burpees and the, you know, whatever, because you just don't know. Right. Mm. And so and like I said, I've done it. I have definitely done it before. Like, OK, this is CrossFit. This is what we do here. Want to join. Right. And, and not even like you want to lose late. This will work. Right. <laughs> like and <laughs> because I didn't know any better. And again, you know, the whole MDCP point is like as coaches in the affiliate at that point, we're exchanging time for money Our time. We're like oh no i'm supposed to be coaching this class and i have to do this and this and this and i only get 20 bucks so let me just get you to sign up yeah right so you know just beating that dead horse a little bit but to also remember that like the long-term commitment doesn't come from that the long-term commitment isn't even made to you as a coach it's getting them to commit to themselves Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that is kind of what our job is when we ask all those questions and we find that pain point, you're going to ask them a little bit more of like, why haven't you been able to solve this for yourself? Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. I, you know, and then you don't say, oh, well, you're going to do this, this, and this, this is what I have. This is not, you know, it's not the, here's the barbell, here's the burpees, but it's the Do you think that um, checking in with a coach three times a week would help you with that problem that you used to have of not being able to see this through or whatever it is that you are providing them, right? Whatever, you know, you are trying to provide them. It's also getting them to understand like, oh, yeah, that was what was missing. This is the thing that I could possibly need that could be the solution to my problem so that I can commit to myself but they're not going to think of that way. They're going to think they're doing the thing, but it starts that belief transfer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: So is there a broader step though that we can, you know, if we take the almost the 30,000 foot view and talk about this from the perspective of not having someone in front of you, but I'm trying to communicate, you know, what I can solve for, so I found my niche. I know who are the people that I want to help. Mm. Um, I have identified through experience, like I know what they're struggling with, and also what they're not saying that mm. they're struggling with.
3: Yeah.
0: How can I communicate, um, that, and and my ability to solve for that to the world, and to potential clients who haven't even found their way to me yet because, I mean, yes, you've got the client in front of you. It's very easy to do that. But now, you know, part of the the Million Dollar Coach program is about, you know, positioning and packaging and, you know, creating your voice and uh-huh. letting people know what you are. So how do, we, how do we think about that in the broader context?
2: I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is that, I'm not sure that solving the pain point is how I look at it, at least for me, because the fact of the matter is the pain point, whatever it may be, um, for most people is rooted in some type of insecurity, right? So we already established the fact that the pain point isn't that you want to lose 25 pounds. The pain point is that you know, somebody said something to you in elementary school that has stuck with you forever. Right. So it's, you know, just as an example. So I think that, you know, we talked about identifying the pain points and um, when it comes to solving them, it's not necessarily solving so much as teaching people how to navigate them. Right. Because the fact of the matter Mm -hmm. is like that memory that you have, that pain point that is causing you to uh, have a roadblock on whatever venture that you're trying to achieve here, um, it's not ever going to go away. It's just not. Uh, But how do we navigate that? And I think that the best thing that we can do as coaches to help people to navigate that is ask questions, right? So I think, you know, like you were saying, Lisa, um, you know, you have your niche, you know, kind of what people are thinking before they know what they're thinking because you're a little bit further on the journey. Right. Um, so I know that this, you know, this just happened for me, you know, I think just as a personal experience, Lisa is a coach that I work with. We just had a coaching call before this. And she was asking me a lot of probing questions of like, well, have you thought of this perspective or are you doing that because of this? And I'm like,
3: mm.
1: oh,
2: darn it. She's got, then. <laughs> The hell? Like you can't way get to, out, you can't get away with anything up in here. We're uh, to clean up all like, the
1: language right there, by the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know I could have made that way more colorful, yeah. but, um, there were definitely other words going through my head, but that's just it, right? So so there's two ways you could have handled me just now in our call, right? You could have said, Christina, you are doing this, or What you did was ask me probing questions that led me to make the realizations on my own of like, all right, yeah, maybe I'm doing that thing again that I do when I do that thing.
1: (laughs) Well, I think, I think you make a really, really good point here, right? Like we might not be talking about how to solve pain points, right? Jack Butcher, who is the kind of visual genius behind the Instagram account, Visualize Value, he says, create content that talks about problems, create products that talk, that solve for those and create solutions, right? Yeah. Um, I think to your point about like someone said something in elementary school or even more recently, like someone said something to me recently and it affected me this way. My experience is that very few people have the clarity, the like the internal personal clarity to understand that like that thing affects them at such a deep level, mm. which is why so often when we sit down and we talk about issues with clients, they come to us and they're like, Oh, I just need to lose five pounds.
3: Yeah.
1: Really? Is that it? Like, and then you ask the questions. You do exactly what Christina's talking about. And no, it's not that they just want to lose five pounds. It's they um, tried to play with their grandkids or their kids and they got winded and they couldn't keep up. And like the emotional gut punch that they received when that happened is spurring them to like, come try to do something that is going to change their life. Two totally different things at that point, right? So maybe it's not only how do we solve for these things or how we talk about solving, maybe we're just creating awareness because people might not have a clue that they're in pain until you describe something like that. And then they're like, oh, damn. Oh, I felt that, you know? Yeah.
0: And it's about, and you're right, and that's where I was hoping to lead you guys through by, you know, selling it to you as one thing, but knowing that you would uncover it really quickly. That hey, so
3: she's a witch. (laughs) (laughs) You've
0: been been on a coaching call with me, Ash. You know it to be true, Um, but Christina's still triggered. But it's, it's it's very much about like you're right. It's it's not something that we're going to solve for, but it's creating that awareness. And awareness is a first step to, you know, awareness precedes action. And once you're aware of something, generally you can't unsee it. And, you know, and the value of a coach is you think that you've got past something. And as Christina learned today, if someone can ask you the right questions, you're like, oh, actually I'm still doing that thing. Because that's that accountability piece that you mentioned, Ash. It's like, Someone's going to keep you on track. And and we, you know, we often talk in Fit about we're the, the bumpers on the lane. Like we're going to stop you, you know, I think I said it to Sam this week in a in a call we were on together that, you know, we're going to help you get the ball down the lane in the right direction rather than sending your ball five lanes over just because you can. Mm. Like is that the smartest thing you can do right now? But understanding well, what what makes you want to do that. Mm. Like yeah. why is this a struggle for you? Why does this keep popping up? And being able to communicate to people the power of that is probably a struggle. I think for coaches is like, yeah, I'm going to do an Instagram reel, but how do, how do I talk about that? People just want to, you know, get abs in six weeks or lose their their mum arms or lose their, you know, whatever the spot, yeah. the latest fad. Like, how do I how do we make that message more prevalent than the, you know. Hey, your life will be amazing when you lose five pounds.
1: Why? So first of all, like all of the things that you listed are not bad. They might not be Mm. for you and they might not be like, so like going back, going back to like, everybody's got something unique, right? That's why we have a niche and thank goodness for that because nobody can outdo you at being you, right? (laughs) So figuring out the niche is really just figuring out what allows you to be authentic, right? So Mm. In being authentic, I can talk about things that I face and things that I have addressed with my clients, right? But in terms of how to do it, do it often, do it all the time. Don't stop doing it right like and and, and another thing that I thought about recently was I have to be very careful about how I talk about these things. Greg Glassman famously once said, "I don't ever want you to hear the say the word I don't ever want you to." to hear you say the word modality to your clients, right? Because mm. <laughs> like, we know what it means, yeah. but that word has no place in the interaction between you and a client. And not because yeah. they're like not intelligent enough or anything like that, but because it's not helping us do the thing we want to do. right? <clears throat> people come to CrossFit, people come to trainers, people come to coaches, hopefully, so that they can change their lives Mm -hmm. not so that they can get a lesson in exercise physiology and anatomy, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And so I have in my brain more information about CrossFit and anatomy and modalities and why you should use an aggressive grip on a pull-up bar and the virtues Mm -hmm. of the hook grip and all of this stuff, right? I don't want to talk about that. That's the social media equivalent of talking about, hey, when you come work with me, we're going to do burpees and rowing intervals. No, what I want to talk about is. What do you get? Like, what's the why behind doing all of these things? What is addressing your. You know, deficiencies in your nutrition going to do for you? What problems are that going to solve, right? Everyone's like, ah, eat a lot of protein. How much is a lot? What does that look like in real life? How do I make that sustainable? Boom. That's like five pieces of content. You can do a week of Instagram stories on just that. And you break it up and you make it really digestible. Because if you talk about, you know, X number of grams per pound of body weight and such and such a, you know, BCAAs and crap like that, like, (whistles) you're going to go way over people's head. You've got to make things. If you're going to talk about solutions, you have to make them digestible, very quick, and ideally easy to share. Mm.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, and like to spin off of that too, you know, essentially we're just, we're building a relationship built on trust, right? So, you know, this person has come to us uh, in a vulnerable place and has begun to share some pain points. Um, because, you know, let's be honest, the full pain point doesn't come across in your first interaction with a with a new client. You know, you may kind of scratch the surface and be able to start to see what's going on for somebody. But it takes a long time of working with somebody to truly find all of their pain points, at, at least in my opinion. And so, you know, what Sam is describing, you know, it's very similar to you know, when I have a brand new athlete in one of my classes where, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to give you a PVC or maybe an empty bar, depending on how you're looking as you move. And, you know, if we're snatching, we are only focused on the setup position and Mm -hmm. the receiving position. Everything that happens in between does not matter whatsoever. And we will address that.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But By working with you on those two things, and then giving myself as the coach the opportunity to really praise when there is some true improvement, you Mm -hmm. know, build that, you know, that comfort level and that kind of, you know, you're you're boosting up the confidence of your athlete, right? Like, this could be any situation doesn't even have to be just doing a snatch. But it's just like, working with somebody like sam said with these small digestible pieces Uh in ways that uh fit the bill of what they need of Uh what they have come to you with what they want out of your relationship giving them those little nuggets and then saying like hey like awesome now what about this Uh and so you Uh kind of like start to walk down the path Um, you know, so again, so going, going back to my like original point of like, we're not really solving the pain point. This is like a whole journey, right? Like you, like, if you want to solve somebody's pain point, like you're signing up for a long road of slowly chipping away at one little piece at a time until you can, you know, eventually let them go off into the sunset and,
0: (laughs) No, so you'll, live on,
1: you'll
2: live on the rest of your life
1: <laughs> that that brings up a really, really cool idea that I don't think we talk about enough. Eventually, if I'm doing my job, that person should not need me. Mm-hmm. I should be ascending that person out of the level of interaction we, we were having and onto something else. And maybe that includes me and we're doing something at a different level. Maybe they're ready for something else. But if mm. I contract to work with somebody, and three years later we're still doing the same stuff, yeah. like, like at that point I'm like, you can't even argue with it. I'm just taking their money at that point, and that's mm. not like ethically speaking. I would hope that you would aim for something else.
0: Well, you know, there's, you know, I'll use myself as an example. Like I started with FitFillet three years mm. ago, pretty much earlier this this week, uh, last week. One week, um but in the three years, like I came in to look for help to manage my staff better, we' covered a whole heap of territory that is that was just you know that was my I just need to lose five pounds, come in mm-hmm. the door, mm. and you know, at no point in the journey have I ever felt like, uh, we're just gonna talk about the same things, like you know my Personally, professionally, you know, it completely because we keep, okay, you've mastered like, it's like a, a video game. Well, I've got through level one, then okay, now do level two. Oh, there's some different stuff to navigate here that the skills from level one got me here, but those skills are not going to get me level three. So we've, yes. we've kept ascending. And that's where I really learned the power of that ascension relationship in that you can keep working with the same coach for a long time.
3: Mm-hmm
0: but you need to keep evolving and they need to be able to keep up and almost see where you're going before you get there. So, you know, there've been so many times I've turned up to a meeting and gone, well, shit, I just had this realization. (laughs) And I wasn't
1: prepared for that.
0: (laughs) And someone will sit on the other side of the microphone, usually Tony and go, cool. Glad you brought it up. We've been waiting for you. damn it and or you know it's better that you brought it up than we did because we were heading in that direction anyway and Mm -hmm. we could see you're avoiding even if i wasn't consciously avoiding something Mm -hmm. so usually your coach is there before you and they they know that's where you need to be but you're gonna have trouble with that that transitioning but you're right sam it's having there's no value having you know a three-year relationship when you're still doing the same uh Back and by chest and try day, you know. Well, I know Wednesday. What I'm going to go with Sam? It's we're going to get on the this machine and that machine. We're going to do the thing like it's the same program. It's well, definitely got to be something that you can evolve and well, communicate that evolution. There's well,
1: benefit to my wallet if I'm the trainer, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, but I mean, we're and and as we will talk about, if you get into the MDCP online course, like you're going to, we talk about value a lot, right? Yeah. And. <clears throat> the r- relentless need for offering value and creating value and quantifying value. And like, you are more valuable as a person who actually solves problems and then gets people off to the next thing than someone who doesn't do that thing and actually doesn't, it doesn't help people make progress, right? It, it, mm. it might seem counterintuitive to reach a point where you stop working with a person but,
3: but like you said, Sam, it doesn't need to be where like, and like Lisa is with Fitfiliate where she started, where she ascended to, mm-hmm. right? Like she has a coaching relationship with Fitfiliate, but that yep. relationship has evolved so much in the mm-hmm. last three years. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, Christina, to your, your point about not solving pain points and, um, you know, lisa calling you out on whatever that thing was again and like are you just doing that and doing it in a different way well you have the tools that got you to not do it the way you used to do it right over mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and because what do we do when we have a standard our mind body whatever like fights against us it's like i'm gonna find a way to compensate and there it is again but <laughs> i it's not really there because you're not doing the thing you used to do but right. you like mine found a way to do it a different way, and that's where your coach you know again like calls you out and, and brings it to your awareness, and then you now have a new tool to discover when you are going into that, you know so like the ascension thing is crucial like and you don't mm-hmm. have to be the one to provide that, but you have to be the one to get them to that point and ready to hand off if you mm-hmm. are not going to. Mm-hmm. Able to provide that next and it's,
0: thing and it's not even so much i guess we probably misuse the term you know solve we're not solving anything yeah. the client is in fact going to solve the problem we're just mm-hmm. going to help them see their own solution which they have like mm-hmm. you know through <laughs> behaviors and um you know what we do so and and asking the questions and and being genuinely interested in the answers mm-hmm. So, you know, just to clarify that point before someone says, but you don't give the answers, you're fit, it. No, no, we're not going to give you the answers. You already know when I talked to Christina on her call this morning about, you know, the thing, um, not to pull a fully on the mat, but it's I like, no, sorry, Christina, she, you've got, uh, she knew, she knew, like, yeah. she knew exactly that, oh, she knew what the solution was. I didn't have to give it to her, I just had to ask the question to shine the light on it.
3: Cool. So, yeah
0: that's the value in our coaching, coaching relationship. And when we talk about, you know, when we're trying to communicate, um, how we can help you solve your own problems and give you the tools and the accountability and belief, like, um, you know, Christina said earlier, it's all about coaching is transfer of belief. And I know that affiliate did a post about that yesterday or the day before, um, depending when this comes out, it could be a week, week ago, but Go check it out. Um, the power of storytelling. So when we get into, hey, you know, as Sam was alluding to earlier, is like we give examples of people saying, "Yeah, I was playing with my kids and I got winded." Hmm. Um, there is that old, well, not old, but the the concept of the hero's journey, and we all love it. We fall for it in every movie, every book, every comic book. It's like humans are attracted to story. So how do we package this which packaging is part of our million dollar course program right. um and we'll teach you that but how do we package this neatly into i feel like i'm product placement like everything <laughs> they'll be you know um but how do we package this into a story that someone can listen to and go shit sam's talking about me he gets me i need to talk to sam
1: well the first bit is i would when you're like oh well it's not old The hero's journey is about as old as it gets, right? So like there's a reason that Joseph Campbell, like there's a reason that George Lucas called Joseph Campbell and was like, help me do this thing, right? So so for those of you who don't know, the hero's journey is basically every story you've ever heard where there was a person and they were called to do a thing and they went through some stuff and they get to the other side and they solve their problem and like everybody's happy and the peasants rejoice. Literally every story ever. Um, How do we do those things? Like how do we package that together? Well, my, my best advice from my own personal experience is do it messily, right? Until you figure out how to not be messy. Because, and I've fallen victim to this, is trying to figure out the best way that it will be received or the best way to display it or whatever, prior to actually doing anything nets me a whole lot of bupkis, right? And then it turns out I'm not a social media expert. And the weirdest things do really well when it comes to like advertising or marketing or content or anything like that. And I'm like, why the did this thing? Get like nine thousand plays, and this thing over here where I tried really hard and I thought I knocked out of the park is one hundred right? mm. so, and thirty six. Right. So, this is, and this is where like the consistency thing comes into play. Right. <clears throat> so, how do you how do you package it? How do you put it together? The first thing is you've just got to do it. Right. Mm. And I, I have gotten more comfortable with this concept through just slamming my face against the wall and putting things out repeatedly than I ever did overthinking or thinking about things. And in doing so, you'll start to figure some stuff out about yourself and about like what your voice is. Right? So some of that is like, how do I, how do I like to talk about this stuff? What do I not want to talk about? What doesn't interest me entirely? And all of those things, if you don't already, know will help you kind of zero in on what is your niche what is your unique differentiator and as you start to talk about the things that are really interesting to you you are going to just by virtue of you being interested that's going to come through and Mm. you're going to connect with people way more than if you're just trying to be like i'm sam here's my six-week program to get you summer abs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you and know? it's 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 that authenticity, isn't it? And it's, you know, telling your story. And, you know, one of the important things someone said to me once is that if you are creating something with in your mind for how you want it to be received, you are wasting your time because mm-hmm. you cannot um you cannot control how the recipient or you know think and given that if if you're using social media you don't even know who half your recipients are um you can't control how it's going to be perceived what filters they're putting it through and you know once you your job is to create and do and send and put it out there after that it's none of your business like you cannot um control the you know, witchery of the algorithm and stuff like you think you can hack it and then they go change it. So your 9,000 views versus 136 views. Cool. I've still got, like you said, Sam, to come back to your point, I still need to be doing this thing consistently because you know, consistent action will be consistent inaction Hmm. and perfection stopping action every day of the week.
1: And, 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 and one more thing in doing something consistently you build trust, you define yourself as someone who is reliable. Right. Mm. So like. If you look at my social media, like the last month and a half, I am not reliable, right? I have had a totally different like a major shift in like what I'm doing in my personal life, and it has radically changed the amount of time that I have to put into something like that. Right. So Mm. the contrast that against Christina who quite regularly is thinking about something, talking about something, posting something, thinking about something, talking about something, posting something. Christina is doing a very good job. And Ashley as well, Jeepers Creepers, in establishing um, reliability with their target audience, right? They see those things, you talking consistently, not just about the same thing, but about something in general that carries over. I want
2: to... Can I jump in on this? Because i I feel like I no. feel like we're coming full circle here. Because <laughs> yeah. the fact of the matter is, like what what we're kind of talking about now, where Sam has taken us, is now kind of reverting back to our pain points as coaches, right? The things that we kind of start to struggle with and. Um, you know, us finding our own momentum and us finding our own confidence to package things and us finding our own value in ourselves. Right. So what I was thinking kind of like, as you're talking, it was like, okay, yeah, like here's, you know, Sam's, um, you know, Sam's own little versions of his own pain points are coming out in this conversation. And the fact of the matter is like, how do we, how do we as coaches solve our clients' pain points? Well, we also have to be actively seeking out the answers to Mm. our own pain points. So like this life cycle of coaches is just so important, right? Like in order for me to show up and be the best coach that I can be for all the members I work with every day and all of my one-on-one clients with coaching development, I need to be working with Lisa weekly. She's still driving me forward and helping me to work on my own pain points so that I can show up better. And Lisa on her flip side is just a little bit further along the journey than I am. And she is continuing her journey, working with her coach and her coach has a coach and we all have coaches, right? So it's like, there's this whole big life cycle of like, how do, how do we solve pain points? Like you gotta be looking in the mirror. You gotta be, you gotta be doing the, doing the journey too. Right. I think that's one of the things like my big belief in CrossFit, right? Like you don't have to be the fittest to be the coach, but you gotta be on the journey. Like
3: mm-hmm.
2: we, you can't, oh. you can't be a coach and say, you know, like if you're listening to this and you're a coach and you're like, okay, like, well, how do I solve my members pain points? Well, are you solving your own? Like, mm-hmm. are you doing the work on yourself? Cause mm-hmm. like, cause if you're not, you know and it's like this could be a separate conversation but it's just like that 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 whole cycle it needs to just oh. keep on it's,
0: kept- it's so much easier when you've been coached to understand
3: yes
0: how to coach um you know one of the things that we talked about God, christina's not going to come back on the podcast now or she's going to change her coaching call time Uh-oh. um <laughs>
1: Do we need a HIPAA well, waiver? Like what's going on here?
0: I was just gonna say actually, welcome to my world and doing the fit affiliate podcast on the same day as Michael with Tony. There's always something. Um, but you know, it was one of the things we talked about is you were you were struggling with when people come through and, and they can't, you know, they either expect it to be free or they're like, mm. Yeah, I really need this. Oh, but oh, I'd really like to invest, but I can't. And rather than going, okay, well, cool, that person's not gonna invest, is like the ABC always be coaching. Is there an opportunity that I can give this person five, 10 minutes of coaching and just ask them a couple of questions to help them
3: mm-hmm.
0: to experience it and see it? And suddenly they're like, Wow, in ten minutes with Christina, I have a whole new perspective on things. I need I need to find that, you know, XYZ dollar amount. It's yeah. when you have experienced it and then you you can't unsee that once you have made aware. You can't, you can't unsee that. And, yeah. you know, as coaches, I know that we've all, well, maybe it's just me, but we've probably all experienced that you go down to the local um shopping center and you sit there. Oh my God, that person has, you know, um a weird, this, I could fix their knees rolling in. They're up for ankle issues. They've they mm-hmm. need to do this. Like I see hips, knees, shoulders, and ankles. That's what I see walking around a shopping center. And I'm I, can, I can't can unsee the the movement dysfunction. Mm. I just can't. Mm-hmm. And when you start coaching behaviorally at that higher level, you can't unsee that stuff. So when mm. a client comes, because you've walked it yourself and you understand it, when a client comes in and says, oh, I just, just need to lose a couple of kilos, you know, life will be sweet, you're like, <laughs> sure you do. So what's really hurting? And yeah. then you have the confidence to ask that because someone asked you that and it was okay. Yeah. Nothing bad happened it didn't, you know, you can access that and, and then you know how to do it with, even as Tony talks about is that surgical compassion concept. And we've talked about that in the Fit Affiliate podcast, but, you know, once you've seen it done, it's much more easy to follow the path. Hmm.
1: Well, and kind of circling back to everything, you know, maybe putting a bow on this is if we're not asking the questions and if we're not First of all, coaches need coaches. For the love of God, you're not ever done. Like maintain a growth mindset and like continue yeah, to seek improvement. Right,
3: not to be told what to do.
1: Right, to like and like like some people do need to be told what to do. You know, but like if you're in the position where you're counseling I mean other people, as,
3: think for themselves. Well, maybe
1: you know, maybe that's where they're at. Maybe that's where they got to start. Yeah. You know, sure. Um, but like coaches need coaches, right? As a coach, you should be talking about pain points and. We're, Like, be honest, just Mm. stop glossing over things. And, you know, if you're not sure where to start, ask more questions, you know, Mm. because you'll sure as shit never get there if you're not.
0: Yep. Something very simple. Why is this a struggle for you? Why is this not a priority? Mm -hmm. Two really simple questions that make people go, oh, I thought my coaching development was a priority, but my actions are not aligning with my intentions of what I say I want okay, so where in life does this present for you? Like it can, it can lead you down that, that path and being prepared to hold the space for the answer is really powerful. Okay. But you can only do that once you've, you know, experienced that, which is, you know, getting back to that coaches need coaches. But having that awareness because, you know, as Christina just said, you know, um, you know, and Sam, we talk, you just talked about people, um, you know, needing the answers and being told. And that might be right where they're, where they're at right now. But there's a limit to where that'll take them. Whereas if you're working with a coach who is also on their journey, they're just a little bit further up the road from you, then you're always going to evolve because they're continuing to evolve and to, and to, to grow and to, to build that skill set and that awareness that they can then bring you further. Whereas if I'm just telling you this is how to solve this problem, that's where the relationship ends. It's like, oh, your back hurts? Yeah, just walk more good chats like here read this book like okay you've given me the answers but that hasn't solved for why don't I like walking why don't I like you know why do I spend 12 hours a day on Netflix like it hasn't solved those things so you know there's great power in having that awareness and having that relationship where you are going to ascend and I like the way this conversation today has come full circle back to that ascension point and helping you always ascend and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts as we move out of the, and close out this one today team?
1: Coaches need coaches. Hashtag. I was
0: going to
2: say that.
0: Yep. Coaches need coaches. And I, I will very much say as well, communicate authentically, mm-hmm. put your story out mm-hmm. authentically, share, mm-hmm. you know, your story. Don't be afraid to um, go back and go, Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Well, maybe that's the, the, that is the thing that someone needs to hear on that particular occasion or they like, mm-hmm. you know, don't, don't run from your journey because that's your superpower. Your struggles are your superpower. yeah. And you need to talk about it. You need to do it consistently mm-hmm. and don't strive for perfect or anticipate the response. Mm-hmm. Just put it out there. Just send it. What, what could happen? All right. Great chat, guys, as always. Um, if you have watched this on YouTube, please like, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Um, also on your favorite platform, please, um, if it's Apple, you can give us a review. We love reading those. Um, if you have any questions, slide into our DMs. We'd love to do a, a QA and a episode at some point of you know our most frequently asked questions. And we do get a few questions. And I know when I did one with uh Fitfillet podcast that was kind of lively so we might we might bring that out in the future um <laughs> teaser but and please follow us on Instagram um as always and also FitFiliate um we are powered by FitFiliate and sponsored by FitFiliate so we wouldn't be able to do this thing we do without them. Yes. And to all the coaches out there coaching keep doing your thing and um don't forget also my last reminder we have a live webinar coming up on July 25. Mm-hmm.
1: 25 um, July.
0: 25. It's going to be live on the YouTubes, live on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and also in our affiliate speakeasy group. If you're not a member of that yet, reach out. We can hook you up. Mm-hmm. Um, some great content going down in that where we help each other be better. Um, so don't miss that. Put that in your diary. Make sure you uh get ready for that webinar. I know that I've seen the presentation and Sam is gonna bring some fire on the day. So Be prepared to have your mind expanded. All right, guys. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Thanks.